That's what it was like today. My block got rocked by a hurricane. And I can't pronounce the hurricane's name. So I'm not even going to try. Hurricane? I don't even. I didn't know it had a name. <laughs> it did, and I can't pronounce it. So I'm not going to say nothing. Is it like is it like Yugoslavian or something? It's just some crazy name. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Just Too Sweet Show. Running a little bit behind today, but that's okay. That's all right. It's not a big deal. Because me, I'm Big Daddy Cool Tim Tabala. This guy right here, that's the bad guy, Mr. Eric Zant. What's going on, brother? How's everything? Hey, yo. Everything's good in the hood. The small still, hood. Everything's still chilling up there? We're chilling. Um, yeah, things are getting pretty quiet again. I think uh, I think the the solemnness of the droll summer is taking effect in people, and everybody's kind of just like, eh, you know. Because even even up here, like you can go walking around in the woods and stuff, and you can go <laughs> you can go fishing, but like you know, I mean, how long do you want to sit and talk to a chipmunk or whatever? So. I want to fish. Well, I mean, my brother and I were born and raised and lived on the river our whole lives. I mean, we watch that river every single day. You know what? Real quick, a lot of these guys profess to be these expert fishermen. I mean, I grew up on that river and grew up fishing, but I grew up on the Delaware River specifically. Like, I don't fly fish. I haven't fished in a long time, but that doesn't mean I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, my brother and I realized the other night, like, we, we know a lot about that river you know and these guys that walk up like with the million dollar like waders and the flies and you know our artemis pile tied this fly in 1932 and shit like that bambi, bambi we don't care about the hurricane bambi I still, can't, with the hurricane. I still can't pronounce it yeah. yeah whatever how, how can you even pronounce it you're from harpersville that's over the hill she's from harpersville she's from harpersville dude I mean, I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't hold that against her because she, she's one of our best fans. She's one of our best fans. Bambi's great. We love you, Bambi. I'm, I'm not going to hold it against her. We'll hold it against you, but Harper's built like Hancock's like right here. Well, actually, if, if like this is the strata of the earth and like, you know, the <laughs> rock layers, like here's Hancock. But Harper's built is above above it. You know, actually, you know, what? Harper's is a cool little town. No, but, it's a cool little town. It was. I would Harpersville jealous because. Harpersville was, uh, ooh, we're getting the middle finger. Harpersville had, had the money. Remember when, when we, when we, remember we, my, our senior year, Eric, I know we're going off a, a tangent here, ladies and gentlemen, on wrestling for a minute. We awesome. had a fight. We had a fight just to have football. Remember that? Yep. And, and we, went, we did a, we did a scrimmage with Harpersville and they had sneakers with their names and numbers on them. And yeah. Hats and jackets and gloves and helmets and I was like, "Wow, these guys are like pros." So it was pretty cool. They must have uh, they must have sold a lot of moonshine that year. Harpers with the Ridge Runners over there over the Belden Hill. You know, Bambi's gonna love that one. Colesville, the Colesville Belden connection. You know, and Amy, I don't know. I know one person from Harpersville, right? Is she from Harpersville? Amanda. Yeah, I know one person from Harpersville, so I can't, I can't, I can't knock it out. My uncle was from Harpersville. He's my favorite uncle. So I said weekend there. Hmm? Yeah, Harpersville gets a pass. I'll give it a pass, especially we'll Harpersville a pass because Bambi's top top three fan. Maybe she might top be number three. one. I have a feeling she's number one. 
I got a feeling she is number one. So, so take the middle finger back, Bambi. You know, you're, we're not we're not at the four wheeler races, screaming and yelling and throwing empty Coca Cola bottles. You know, gee, what? You, you give her a compliment and then you insult her. I, I do, and then I insult her. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, you insult the town, I should say. Yeah, well, it's Harpersville. You know, it's okay. You know, they all. Oh, well, here we go. We got we got our we got our, our one of our uh, other members coming on, and he's got the perfect name. Oh, where'd he go? Where'd he go? It's Bert. It's Bert Underground. I, Jarek, I don't know if you heard about what happened last night on Raw. We'll get to that in a second. But no, it was, I, didn't, I didn't watch it. I, I, I can't. I can't watch wrestling, man, anymore. It just can't happen. At least at the moment, it's so dumb. It's, it's getting, it's getting. Thank you, Bambi. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, after you hear what happened last night, you, you're really gonna, you're really gonna plots. We're gonna, we're gonna have to start watching like specific old stuff just like we did the always we always do in the past just to break it down because this is getting ridiculous now bird though what's going on how you been good man just working uh trying to keep up with everything going on but i, yeah, I have but, a quick but, question were you invited on on the four quarter show with dave no but neither, it's okay. no, neither were we neither were we so when Fine. he comes on because he says he's going to come on uh-uh and I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna make a lovely little banner that says why we're <laughs> invited on the on the show. Um, but yeah, Eric, we'll explain to you real watch Bert. You know what? You explain it to him real quick while I make a banner to bother Dave. Um, explain what Raw Underground was. It was Monday Night Raw last night? Everybody, they they said they're gonna first of all they said they introduce a new faction. That was what were they yeah. called? What were they called? I, I think I well, I don't think they revealed the name. Last night, I think they revealed it today. Actually, on their social media, I forgot the name. Some rebel rebellion underground thing. I don't know. Something. But weird. yeah, something yeah. weird. So, so that so that all night they're promoting this. Shane McMahon's coming back. Mm-hmm. Shane McMahon's coming back. What could he do? What could he do? What you know? We're hoping Shane can make a difference. You know, maybe he'll do something. Bert, tell him what Shane McMahon actually did last night. So. um all of a sudden, this is like in the third hour, I believe, like around 10 yeah. o'clock, I think. 10 o'clock. So uh, they cut to this. Um, it's probably somewhere. In the, it's obviously somewhere in the PC, but it's underground. There is a <laughs> ring. But there's no ropes. It's the ropes. Are, the ropes are taken out. It's all black. Basically, it base is basically like a mat, but just a ring and all black. Shane comes out, uh, basically presents raw underground, which is pretty much a um, shoot fighting with a actual with the talent in the ring. Like they had the MVP stable, Dolph Ziggler, you know, just working, uh, basically working like shoot fighting pretty much. They had some uh, some guy that kind of looked pretty physically impressive. Um, that, big dude, that one big dude. Yeah, uh, that he, he was working on there too. It was for me. I wasn't expecting it. I thought when they announced that you know Shane was going to come back, I thought he was going to, you know, enter a new feud or you know do a match or something like that. But I was this was completely out of left field. I was not expecting this, and you know, the reaction immediately on social media was very split. A lot of people were like, "What the hell is this?" And some people were like, "Oh, at least we're trying, you know, new things," because you know Shane. For years, has you know, going back to even when he started working with the company, was always a big fan of MMA and UFC. 
he always wanted to have that element, you know, work in within WWE. Obviously, Vince, you know, they clash with that. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, you know, because of everything going on, you know, I, I, I guess they're going to give this a try. You know, let's see how it goes. I mean, there's people already saying that you know it's brawl for all 2.0. Which I think it's a little just, early. I think it's a little early to say. But what's going on here? Wait, let me let me paint let me let me paint the picture for you in, in, in a in a better way. First oh, of all, boy. the ring has no ropes. So yeah, it's just it's just the mat. It's just the ring, the mat. And I want you to picture no holds barred, the underground fights to find Zeus and like Lionheart. That's Zeus. that's that that's the vibe that I was getting. From this, yeah, exactly. This is the this is how they're going to save their uh, their program right now. You know, this is the first time in the Just Too Sweet show that I don't have a joke to <laughs> do. That you know, I I can't. I, I don't. I can't. Like this is unjokeable. They're making it hard for us shows for uh, for, for us to talk yeah. about their show, man. They really are. Well, my hats off to Shane McMahon. Retribution is the name. There we go. Yeah, Retribution. Retribution. That's, that's right. the name. Thanks. Thank you, Paul. That, that's uh, that's a uh, MVP in them, right? Or He's bad. No, no, no. That that's the that's the that's the guys in the mask. Retribution is the guys in the, the guys mask. Yeah, the, the right, so random I, so group I, that they introduced last night. Yeah. All right. So I, I completely missed that then. Completely missed that. How yeah. many of them are there? It looked like a like six or seven of them, but they, they were doing like, like they attacked like a yeah. Oh, they they blew no, the MVP, transformer, whatever. Mm -hmm, yeah. Oh, those MVP idiots. MVPs MVPs group is uh the the Herdum crew, I think. Something weird like that too, right? Oh, yeah. I you know, I have an important uh, question that needs to be addressed, Raul. So there's five of them. Raul, hi. Uh, you're not allowed to ask any more questions until you tell me who the two girls are with you in that picture. Because you're showing it on, on social media and it's your profile picture. I want to know who they are. Is that um, Angelina Love and Velvet Sky? No, that's not them. No, that's, uh, that's Trish and Lita. Oh, it is Trish and Lita. It is Trish and Lita? Yeah. Oh, so it's not a couple girls he knows? He oh, might know them. I mean, hey, I might know them. He might know them. Raul gets around. He might know them. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. I hoping he maybe you know, <laughs> hey, my buddy Eric does the Just Too Sweet show. Look at them baby blues. He's you know, hey. he's pretty buff for a forty-four year old white guy. <laughs> nothing. I got nothing on that. Okay, next question. <laughs> so, oh, so now we got. See, I completely missed it. Retribution was those guys in the mask and MVPs is something yeah. completely different. Okay. So for not liking factions, you go into two introduced <laughs> in the same night, basically. And neither yeah. one of them are, well, I mean, MVPs has potential, but now we know yeah. where, why, where and why undisputed era is going. Now we know why they're getting their heel run. Cause yeah, we, now we know. I mean, well, well, they're, well, they're feuding with, um, with, uh, Imperium, I think. Oh, they're they're not they're, well. I heard they're going to get their raw their their main roster run soon, and they're going to be heel and they're going to be face. 
and two of them don't want to two of them don't want to go to raw and or smackdown or whatever it's going to be so that should be but yeah but yeah no i know they're i know they're feuding with imperium right now that's like the big feud going on with them but that's i mean other than that raw that's nxt yeah but other than that i mean raw i posted in the group uh the uh segment with um i'm not gonna lie I'm liking this whole Dominic Seth Rollins angle. I, I really am. Like I feel like Dominic. Like it, let's, it's, let's see what you know, he, he can do in the potential ring. there. Yeah, I want to see you what know, he can do. I, I, but I love the. Um, yeah, but I love the, I love the segment with um, with uh, Seth Rollins. You know, Tom, you were egging him on, cheering him. You're supposed to be an unbiased. Commentator, and then Samoa Joe got up. Yeah, I love Samoa Joe. Like, well, he's he's been commentating for a while. He's been hurt. Yeah, so he was. See, he got he got up. He really is. Yeah, yeah, he is Samoan. Yeah, he He is. is. Yeah, he's not in the. He's not in the. He's not in the. uh, I know. I the family bloodline. Yeah, Yeah, he's not in there, but he's he is Samoan. But he is Samoan. But yeah, I mean, I'm. But yeah, I was just gonna say his his promo he cut. You know, Seth was like, "Joe, you don't want to do this," and then he just takes off the headset. The well, the whole time, not even that. Before that, you know, Buddy Murphy comes up and he's Joe's just going like this, pointing at him while he's talking to Seth Rollins the whole time. And this is just awesome. And it's just like you know, yeah, Seth, I do. And just took off the headset. It was just like, oh, yeah. That, so good. I wonder if that he's, means he's cleared. That means he's cleared. Can he wrestle? I believe probably. Well, yeah, no matter like it. He had a couple injuries. Real I bad he had back a to back, like back to back. Mm-hmm. Like who had the back, COVID? He, uh, we don't know. Who, um, I don't know. We don't know who had the COVID. I know what's I think, name, I, some, I think it was some uh some like uh production people probably had it. I think. I don't no, think it was any talent that had it. Renee, Renee had it. Oh yeah, Renee. Yeah, Renee. Uh, but that was Renee, a lot back. Though. She should. She, she should be good by now. I think. Hopefully. And AEW is pissed because they might give it to John Moxley, so they were pissed mm. that she had it. <laughs> and poison. I mean, bro, that, that's her. That's her husband, bro. Come on, you know. Yeah, nothing you can do about that. Like, obviously, he's gonna um, take care of right. And we said before we get into our 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 most misused people of the '90s, at least, uh, I, I have to mention SmackDown because now. I'm actually getting a little excited. Actually, Sm- SmackDown has been good recently. And I'm excited to see if they're going to make Alexa Bliss sister Abigail. I don't know, Eric, if you've paid attention to that. Bray Wyatt. That's a uh, good issue, right? Yeah, Bray Wyatt, you know, he had that match with uh, Braun Strowman, and Braun Strowman had his dream sequence, and it was actually Alexa Bliss in his dream sequence at playing sister Abigail. So anyway, uh, yeah, she's in the ring last week, and it ends with her. She's in the ring because uh, Nikki Cross belted her in the face, took you know, ran out on her. Yeah, lights go out, lights come back on. There's there he is, the fiend, just standing right next to her, and then puts the mandible claw on her. Show ends. I thought that was pretty cool. Now the rumor is that he's he has his own little group again, and she's gonna play Sister Abigail, a mm-hmm. totally goth, crazy goth hillbilly, whatever you want to call her version of herself yeah. which i think could work i think that could work i mean did she browse like the 
That was like crazy. The, the Bingham, the Bingham to I New wasn't York expecting. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting like, that. So she could get like a profile to look what she wants to look like, like a methed out like hillbilly goth. You know what I mean? I don't. I mean, like, if they do it right, I think it will be a good, a good thing. You know what they should do? You know, if they're really going to do this, they should have her like my hips out. Hold on. There we go. They should have her walk around like a half drank bottle of Mountain Dew. All right, and put like white, put like white powder in her nose, and and like have like a tramp stamp. Like even if they got to put it on there, like every time, you know what I mean. So she looks like she came out of like a like an upstate New York trailer park, you know, that sells pills. Like that that's what that's what hillbillies up here do. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Your, your goth chicks and their goth chicks are gonna look very different. Oh yeah, no, they're they're <laughs> just all they're all skanks, but you know it's you know they shouldn't be ashamed of that. That's what the life they chose. I mean, what what's wrong with that, Bert? What's wrong with that? Well, like I said, if they pull it off, it'll be good because Alexa is someone who needs a, a change, even if it's temporary. I think it could work, and I'd be I'd really like to see it, especially with yeah. Look, look, Bray Wyatt is Bray Wyatt, man. The dude is beyond talented. Yes, he, he needs himself. He doesn't need the championship. But he needs himself a little a little faction group of people to do what he says. Who else that's going to be? I don't know. I think they should bring I, Bo I Dallas, they, his brother. What is Bo Dallas doing right now? Nothing. The not guy. That they, wrong. Not that there's anything. She needs to do something. She hasn't been doing anything lately. Yeah. Yeah, but Bo Dallas too. Bo Dallas. What has he been doing? Bo Dallas is good. Bo Dallas is on the list yeah. of guys who who WWE dropped the ball with. Definitely, he's a very talented guy. I agree with that. Put him in a group. Put him in this little thing, and then you got to grab someone else. I don't know who. I heard a rumor, Alistair Black, maybe, but I don't think that's going to happen either. But yeah, I heard Vince is not big on Alistair Black anymore. All of a sudden, here we go again. Mm. He's not big on this guy, and and I I, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say. About a, that. He's, 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 he just he just woke up. He's not on the Alistair Black train. Why? He's like, ah, I'm I'm not I'm not buying Alistair Black. He, He's in between such okay. growth hormones. Who won the Oh, take me to the clinic right now. <laughs> I need another shot. <laughs> like the dude, Alistair Black has the look. He has the skill. Yeah. He has the it's. The it's. He has, he has the entrance. The dude has yeah. everything. Is he from uh, England? I'm not sold on him anymore. Uh, where is he from? No, he's from. Be. Norway he's or from, uh, he's from like Norway. He's from Norway. He's Norwegian. With the name Alistair Black, that's like that's like Middle England right there. Hey, Malish okay. the Black. How about a point and get a neck tattoo? You know, that's that's <laughs> that's what you know all those idiots over there do. You know, they're tough though. They all have like one tooth, they have a neck tattoo, and they like yeah. walk around like what are you looking at? You know, they play darts, they play darts, right? Yeah, and they throw them at each other. Hey, it's not your turn. <laughs> so, but what else was there? I forget what happened this past week. Uh, that was really it, right? Anything that happened on Raw? Anything else other than the horrible underground segment, which appears to be not going away anytime soon? Mm. No, right? Well, I, th- I think um, four seconds. No, I think I think Liv, Liv Morgan, and um, what's her name? Who's Jason? Uh, Ruby, Who's I, Jason? I think Liv and, and Ruby Riot, like I think they're gonna bring back the Riot Squad. 
I think so. That's cool. Because Liv Morgan, yeah. her single, her her singles push has kind of been eh, kind of iffy. What but, push? Um, that's the whole point. Everyone, everyone, like we're gonna. Well, they were thing. hyping. Oh, they, they were hyping her return, yeah. and then they did the yeah, whole yeah. angle with her and Alana and stuff, and it was just like okay. You know, but I mean, she's been getting. I mean, she's she's becoming more relevant than what she used to be, because she was just like a background character before. Well, at least now, was, you know, she's doing she matches. And she's now. you know. Yeah, well, she's yeah. the it girl now. Well, she was, and like, oh, we're, we're gonna pull her from the riot squad. We're gonna break them up. We're gonna put her up on the back. Then we're gonna give her a whole. She was in the tub, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna give this whole new persona. Yes. <laughs> she came out with this whole new persona that lasted two weeks. Oh. Like, no, we're done yep. with that. And now we're gonna put her back with Ruby Riot. And go for the tag titles instead of the world title, even though you need people going after those world titles. But no, they're not going to do yeah. that. Why would they do that? Again, I can go on and on about that for for days and days and days. Oh, and um, well, well, on on SmackDown, uh, Mandy Rose got completely messed up by Sonya Deville. That that was a that was a big beatdown that she gave there. I missed that one too. I think I, was, I yeah, she, she cut she she cut her hair. Did she? You you, you wow. know what gets real when you cut hair. That's yeah, true. Man. It's getting it's getting it's getting big. I think Sonya's been off TV for a minute too. So I think you know that's that was a good way to bring her back. I you know I've always like I've always liked Sonya. I feel like she you know when it was fire, when they were firing desire, obviously the attention mostly was on Mandy. But Sonya, I feel like you know, her gimmick, you know, being, you know, former, you know, MMA trainer, fighter. I feel like it could work for her. They should have done um, the lesbian. They got afraid. They didn't want to do it. They got afraid. If it, if it was, if it was maybe like six years ago, seven years ago, maybe, but I don't think they want to do that. They wouldn't want to do that right now. God I wasn't surprised that, it, that, they, that they didn't do it. And God forbid to give us something entertaining to watch for once. Yeah, uh, of course, right? Yeah. Um, all right, let's 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 stop with this new stuff because I'm gonna go a little crazy. Oh, but did you guys get to watch uh before we move on? AEW, did you get to watch MJF's State of the Union address? I don't I burnt it, but I don't know that Eric oh. did, did you get to watch it? I watched some I actually of it. didn't watch it, I only saw the clips. I watched a little okay. bit of it. I'm not the I'm I'm not I'm not the biggest I'm not the biggest MJF guy. I love MJF. Sorry. Not a better heel. Not a better heel in, in wrestling right now. I don't think there is one. Like I told, I told Eric last week too, because it was just me and him. I said MJF's the guy who, if you hold your phone up to him and say, "Oh, can you say hey to my friend?" He'll say, "Hey, Bob, go fuck yourself," and like that, you know, or "Hey, you know, Eric, fuck you," and he'll walk, he'll walk on. That's a heel. That's fantastic. I love that kind of stuff. That's what not Kevin bad. Owens used to do. Kevin Owens used to do that. He was not friendly yeah. with people at all. Yeah, he, he, he would even yeah, and even phones and, and all those kind of stuff. I love that. I want because that's that's kayfabe. That's kind of like bringing that's a little bit of kayfabe. Back, yeah. So, and we need that. We need something like that right now. And I think MGF's the guy. And listen, what he said wasn't wrong. Moxie, Moxie I mean, came in here. True. Yeah, he is. He came in the year promising this, promising that. He doesn't like the fact that a seven-year-old <laughs> man was writing his promos, which I do agree with. But he's the same exact guy. Same exact. Who, who's writing his promos? Arn Anderson? No, Vince was writing him back in the day. See, the oh. whole story with the whole story with him was, you know, he told the story on Jericho's podcast, I believe. 
Yeah. How how Vince was writing his stuff and all this is going to be some good shit. That was the big line. This is great shit. That was the famous line they talked about about how you know we're going to make we're going to get a doctor to give you a needle and we're going to like he doesn't want a seven year old man writing his promo, which I agree with. Vince shouldn't be writing promos for anybody nowadays. Yeah. No. Nobody. No. But here's Moxley going. Oh, I'm going to go into AEW. They they give me this freedom to do this, freedom to that. I can be myself. He's the exact same guy. I don't see any difference. Yeah. No difference. He's same. writing his own promos now. It's the same character. It's the same guy. And you got to get the belt on somebody new too. No more WWF guys. First two champions are well, WWF guys. WWE, whatever. I'm sorry. You, you, I, they got to pull well, it. I, I thought that he should. I thought that Jericho should have never lost the belt. I thought Jericho. Like for the first inaugural AEW champion, I feel like he was the perfect fit. I feel like if for him, they should have had that he should still be the champ. Like he should have like a year kind of reign, and then you build somebody up to beat him from AEW, like inside the company, not someone from the outside. Because Moxley, like you know, because Moxley, like you know, I'm a fan of Moxley, but you know, he won the title and hasn't really, you know, you're feuding with you know Brian Cage, and Brian Cage is a monster, but. You know, obviously, you know, they want to keep on building up Moxley, but and they'll blame COVID, but it's not COVID. It's not. It, they it, can it, still it, they can it, still build people and you know, well the way they're the way they're doing it. Yeah. Um, all right, what's enough of that stuff? Uh yeah, so we've been talking about a lot lately, which is what we always get into. Um guys who've been the most misused. Especially by WWE from back in the day, we're gonna we're gonna do a, a, a more recent last twenty years, guys, which I can't wait to get into that one. That's I can't lot. wait because I have a, a lot, guys. Get ready. Yeah, it's a lot. That's gonna that's that's gonna be a whole show, just because it's literally gonna be an hour of just guys, because that's how many there are. But there were some plenty of guys back in the day. Uh, we didn't want to get into the eighties too much because we didn't know too much about that. But the nineties, there were plenty a handful of guys being misused, not being well enough, not. Utilized properly, we should say. Uh, that's a nice way to put it. Um, so yeah, let's get into that one. Uh, Eric, yes. I know you know. Give me one of your guys, 1990s. That you know what? We're not gonna. We're gonna even say not just WWF. We will any 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 WCW, NWA, whatever you want to say. Who was not utilized properly, and just kind of like well, he wants either faded away or went somewhere else to be popular. It doesn't matter. Who wasn't used properly? Who wasn't given the right gimmick? Who wasn't given the most respect? Whatever you want to say, give me one guy off your list. I don't Lord even Steve, have this, by Lord the way. Stephen Regal. Lord Stephen Regal. Okay, give us a give us a good uh, reason why. Um, because he was he was caught in between an era of like real tough guy wrestler and gimmick gimmicky. See, WCW was. Not run, not running, being run the best during the early 90s. As we know, they tried to keep up with the WWF product from the 80s. Mm -hmm. Like, they were that far behind. Like, as the WWF was progressing towards, like, what, the new generation? They were getting yeah. a little more a little, little more extreme, a little more serious, but they were still kind of cartoony. They weren't as cartoony. I mean, until the goon showed up. But, um... <laughs> the goon! Regal's... Regal's a real like Blackpool, England tough guy, you know. Legit, and legit. He, they, were, and the blue blood thing was great, you know. But yeah, 
I thought they could have got him past the TV championship. I mean, he should have been the U.S. champion in my book. Mm. But Regal, Regal's definitely, he got misused bad in the 90s. Of course, when he went to Vince, you know, and they recognized the talent, you know, because he can do more than just that. He can train people. He's he's good at promos, you know. Mm. But, yeah, I think he was misused in the 90s big time. Okay, I'll agree with that. Uh, Bert, who, who do you got? Who do you think? Uh, from the nineties, I would say I don't know if it was Rafe or Crusher, because I know I know Rafe in WCW. He was there at a time where um, it was literally NWO Hogan Goldberg. If you're not super over, you're not getting a shot. You know, Rafe. You know, from from what I've seen of him, you know, he, I was always impressed by him because of size. His gimmick, you know, even though it wasn't necessarily the best, you know, I thought that, you know, this it's not just him. It's a lot of guys in WCW at that time, Perry Saturn, you know, even though eventually he got a shot that never really got their full, you know, break, you know, because it, it was tough. But, you know, I feel like he was one. A more recent one that I have, you know, that's not necessarily from the 90s, but um, Austin Aries in WWE, really, really bad. Not the oh, not yeah. him, but the way the way that he was done, because in TNA, Ring of Honor, early TNA, Austin Aries, even though he wasn't necessarily the most over, he always found a way to get over his matches. He never had a bad match. One of the probably one of the best workers, just in general. If you ask any wrestler, especially guys like you know you know AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, you know a uh, very cocky guy, you know he's he carries himself very very well. And you should be, you know, because if you, if you feel like you believe yourself that much, you know, you should be able to, you know, carry that, carry that attitude. Uh, and WWE is like he started in NXT. I feel like the one mistake was that he left NXT too early. If I was him, I would have just stayed in NXT and just had great matches after great matches. But after when he got to the main roster, they just put him on, you know, 205 Live. Well, first he was commentating, which was like, Why? And then he feuded with, he was on 205 Live and then had a pre-match, pre-show match against Neville at, a, at one of the WrestleManias, and that was it. And then he gets released from the company. And it's just like, you know, what, what the hell? You know, I understand that he's not, you know, a big guy, but, you know, Austin Aries, like I said before, is one of the best workers. So there's no way that he couldn't have gotten over. He vanished. You know, they, they would have given him a chance. Is he wrestling anywhere now? Uh, I'm not sure. I believe he might have gone back to ROH and maybe done a couple spots there, but I think he's after WWE because he could have wrestled for a while because he was on a, a, uh, I believe it was a 90 day, like not, oh, yeah. not, um, not compete clause. Yeah. So it's been a while, but yeah, like that's another, another one that I have. Um, one my, the first one I realized, I, I guess I, I thought the brain busters, back mm. then i mean here you got two of the four horsemen two of the best wrestlers ever very talented very good very good at promos all that stuff i thought they were wasted i mean i know they got the tag titles but still what you could have done with them i kind of feel they were they were wasted you think so 100 100 they could have feuding with demolition and stuff they could have you know, they could have ran that heel tag team thing right into the 90s, you know? Mm. I don't know why. 
were they a victim of the youth movement? I don't remember that part. Or were they just let go back to WCW? No, their contract was up. They're coming up, and they were going to resign, I think. Tully got failed the drug test. Ah, uh, the troll drug test. And it left Arn without a partner. And so Arn said, you know, the heck with it. I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm going to go where the where I'm guaranteed a spot, you know, down south. But then lo and behold, he leaves, and a year later, Rick Ric Flair leaves. And he was in a dangerous alliance anyway, Arn was. And Tully yeah. never really heard from him again. So... Yeah, yeah, there you go. I, I, I thought they could have been really big. Me too. You know, especially the people that knew who 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 they actually were, not just two guys from wherever as the brain busters. You know, you realize who they actually were. Two of the, you know the four horsemen. Yeah. And you're like, holy crap, really? So yeah. all right, they're on my list. Eric, who else you think? Um. Boy, I don't know if he. Yeah, he he deserves to be on there. Rick Martel. Um, I like that. I like hmm. that. Tag champ, a couple times, but he was good as a singles wrestler, man, and he was over as the arrogant model. I mean, I I honestly thought he was going to win the Intercontinental Title in the end of that tournament when him and Razor were were fighting for it. Like I thought Rick Martel was going to be hmm. the Intercontinental Champion, but. I thought he had a lot of talent as a heel. I thought I mean, he would have been great as a heel champ, as a heel intercontinental champ. You know, he would have been fun feuding with the one, two, three kid. He would have been fun feuding with, you know, any any number like Tatanka, any number of those guys back then. It would have been it would have been, it would have been good. I but I think they dropped the ball with Rick Martel. Because he's uh, yeah, you, know, you think he was a victim of the youth movement also? Hmm. Yes he was kind of no. in between, a little bit. Yeah, he was like he was in between. Forty, probably he was between two eras. Yeah, in between two eras. Yeah, he was because we got to remember something. He was the AWA champion for a while. Yeah, when the AWA was still around. So, <clears throat> and he was a tag team champion in the WWE. What F? When was that? Early eighties or late seventies with Tony Gurria? Early eighties, early eighties, then Strike Force, of course. But, but yeah, Rick Martel definitely he was misused badly, real badly. I like that one, Bert. Who you got? I have. It's a good one. Hmm. Hmm. I'll say. Kidman in WWE. Kidman, yeah. Okay. Billy, I've always, I was always a fan. I was always a fan of Billy Kidman, even when he started out in the you know Ravens flock, which has a lot of guys that were just like, whatever. But he he was you know when he started kind of breaking out on his own, and having really good matches with you know the rest of the awesome cruiserweight guys, you know Hoventude, uh, La Parka, etc. Um, you know obviously his finisher, Shooting Star Press, was what got him over. Because doing that was, you know, something that not a lot of people can do. And uh, I was excited. You know, he was actually one of the better parts of the whole invasion angle when he came in. Because I was like, oh, he's, especially his match with um, X-Pac that they had, I believe, at the invasion pay-per-view, which is really good. Um, but overall, like, his run, I felt like it was too short. Because I remember SmackDown at the time, especially in 2003 and 2004, 
he was not necessarily one of the bigger parts of the show because the cruiserweight division, even though it was prominent, he they they just put the wrong gimmick on him because he did the whole angle where like he hurt accidentally hurt somebody doing the shooting star, and then he like you know turned to the dark side and did this whole cocky kind of gimmick wearing a jacket and stuff like that. It, it was just it would it just wasn't him. Like I felt like this should have just had him be him, and um, also too, you know, he was get he. I feel like he retired a little too early. I feel like they kind of gave him a raw deal a little bit too. That he was like, hey, like we don't really have anything for you. Um, we're kind of going in a different direction. Um, so is he you don't want to fire. As a, I think yeah. yeah, yeah, he's still working there as a producer, obviously, because I mean, you know, he he's he's another guy. He has a lot of experience. And I think that was part of it. That was like, hey, look, you know, we don't, we we really don't have anything for you anymore. But obviously, we want to offer you this position as a producer because of the experience that you have. But I feel like he could have gone another couple of years. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the one man gang. I know it sounds weird, but I'm saying the one man gang. Hmm. No, that's, that's a legit. Yeah. Here's a guy. He's a terrifying dude. He had a great... I thought he had a great gimmick. He had a great look. I mean, That's a big and, man! And when you don't know what to do with him, you turn him into Akeem, the African dream, which, again, one of those gimmicks that will not fly nowadays. No, but how awesome was that? Remember when Mean Gene was in the alleyway and, like, Slick was playing Jive Soul, bro? And, like... <laughs> I don't... Steve, I, I don't know. Really, I'm I'm as confused as you are. Don't worry. I know I'm wearing a pink bandana. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so, no. Remember, me and Gene was like, "Huh." You know, he's all like scared. He's in the ghetto. He's like, you know, the whitest guy with the <laughs> darkest mustache in a top bow tie. Give me a break. Here comes Slick hanging out. That was awesome. Then then Akeem appears from what a burn barrel. Yeah, some like, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. He's sitting there, he's doing the whole like, you know, dancing and that was great. That was awesome. I mean, he, he was went, I thought he, he was really the... African. Like he convinced <laughs> me that he was African. He I went to like, the oh, okay. darkest part of Africa to find the one man gang. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, one man gang's from the deepest, darkest Africa. He's a king, the African dream. And you think hmm. you don't think that would have flown nowadays? Like Steve, I'm not watching the Met game, so don't worry about it. I, I won't ruin this one for you. And so the, we have a joke between that. Every time I watch this guy pitch, he gives up a run. So I, I promise I won't watch him pitch right now. Steve, Steve when you're coming back on the show, Steve, I think you should come back on the show. We haven't had the yeah. boss on in a long time to give us the uh, State of the Union address of what's going on. Yeah, why haven't you been on? I know. I didn't I sign know. the contract with WCW. <laughs> I, I stayed with the with you, do I do I get a little loyalty? <laughs> so Steve wants the American dream versus the African dream. Look at this guy! Look who just showed up! Look who just popped in! Speaking of to the show, loyalty. Speaking, what, what is up, fellas? What I miss? Hey, you wow. come in here drinking, drinking your white claw, That's trying true. to be all fancy and stuff, but here. Dave, here's the question we've been trying to 
trying to pose, and maybe you're the only one man that could probably answer this question. And this question is simple. Wait, wait, wait. Where was it? Where was it? Here it is. Why weren't we invited onto the four quarter show today? I'm just curious. <laughs> you haven't had the show for a while. You got three guys sitting here who who very easily could have popped on to be a nice special guest to say hello. So why weren't none of us invited onto the four quarter show today? So, gentlemen. Oh, this is going to be great. Oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> let it, let him talk. <laughs> This was a very, it was a very last minute of four quarter show. I wasn't even sure if it was going to happen. And it's true. I wasn't sure up until today that it was still going to happen. And I can come up with a better excuse than that. Give me a break. Come on. You don't want me and Bert on the show? Bert. I never said that. No, he did. He pretty much is saying that. Steve, Bud Light's beer. It's no, it's no question. <laughs> exactly, hundred oh, percent is worse. If anything, I should At talk about how you know you, you guys didn't. Beer, you know, I, I should talk about how you guys didn't at least you know chime in a little bit on the show. Not, not well, even we, the boss. We, we, the, the we boss there was a show the, going on. The, the boss shared, completely I neglected it. I shared your show. Oh, he took a shot at the boss. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Steve shared your show. As well as I did, I share every show that comes on this network he all does. the time. He really does. It. Even if I don't I get invited onto 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 this show, onto your on four quarters, I, I don't get any. I'm sorry, but I'm going to call you guys out right now, Jader and Kyle. I had some epic epic comments going on for their show about Psycho. I got no love, Thanks. zero love from those guys. So yeah, that you really, know what? that really sucks. All right, all right. Take the five dollar fine away, Steve. Because you know, all, right, all right. How about we this, we, we tap everybody and we plug everybody and we help everybody and share and like and mail it to your grandmother with cookies <laughs> and, and you know and and you know this guy up here who's on our show, one of us, uh, we don't even get invited on. I, I plugged you. Know, Bert, I always plug the Justice Week show, and I plugged it like before. Fifteen minutes ago, I just got Bert to stop crying. I mean, I I don't know what <sighs> I was about ready to leave because I just I had to finally <laughs> calm him down. I read him a story, and you know, and the other thing, Jader and Kyle, Jader and Kyle, you know, you got a problem with the Just Too Sweet show? You can't you can't even acknowledge my man up. Where are you? Up there. Up here, Sean, Sean, him. I, I, I was on that day. I was on. They did a show about Psycho, and they had a special guest. I forget his name, but he's like a massive king nerd guy. And they did a trivia thing, and I had every question before they did every I question. Name was Derek. I got no love. I got no love. No love from that show. So we'll see you next time. We'll see. All right, then I'll make this up, guys. We'll do a the next William one. William William Bibiani. The next four quarter show will be a four quarter special to sweet edition. How do you guys oh, like okay. that? Hey, I just, I just, I just want to, I just want, yeah, you know what, Steve? I'm even going to pull you out, Steve. I haven't been invited okay. on your show in a while either, even though it's a Met show. And that doesn't matter. But yeah, I haven't been invited <laughs> on that show for a while either. I'm just saying, but if, if you invited me on today, I would have, I said to Eric, were you invited onto the four quarter show? He goes, what the hell is that? I don't even know what that is. I, I don't know anything about the show. See, and he's drinking his white claw again. See that? See that? That's a that's a shot across the bow. 
Like you know, Tim, say, I, I, I even help him with the Mets stuff and like it and watch it and share it. You know, I don't even I don't even get a you know Eric, a, you're a douche or anything. <laughs> you know, like like Bunker he even acknowledges Bunker for Christ's sake, and he doesn't you know, Oh, he's chiming in. The boss shared it to like twenty groups, twenty groups. And I know he shared our show today, so I, I made sure he did because he always does. Because somebody else won't. Oh, here we go. See, look. See, I'm not lying. I don't lie. I don't lie. I don't. I don't lie. Thank, thank you, Mister Faraci. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right, just gentlemen. Saying, hey. Then be prepared for it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a spec. Like I said, what we'll do instead of it do it being sports because I know you guys are are very old school with the sports. I'll make it particular just wrestling four quarters divided into things. Well, I'm not old school with sports. I I mean I just don't like yeah. basketball. I'm 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 good with everything else. And I like basketball. You like basketball? basketball? I know nothing about well, basketball. I do. Today. Yeah. Today's right. players, I know nothing. As far as I'm concerned, the basketball was over in the, in, the, in the late '90s. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I don't like anybody these days. When I, when I watched the last dance, I had tears in my eyes. Not because I missed the Bulls, because I missed that era. I missed that era of men, men playing basketball. That's men. True. Larry Not Legend. Pre Madonna douches they got out there nowadays. They are. They're all soft, but it's fun to all watch. Right. All right, guys. Like yeah. I said, next one is going to be the four quarter show, two sweet edition. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I, I'd like to sit back. I'd like to sit back as not the host and just be like, Answer some questions. Let Dave take the reins. I I, I dig it. Oh, wait, look. See, look, see, I don't know, man. A lot of stuff going on today. A lot of stuff going on today. Oh, wow. Never been, I mean, I, I, I've never been invited the, to the, the Mets show. The is strong Met today. Fan. I, I've never been invited to the Stomp You Out show. And I'm a Giants fan, so, you know. That, well, Stomp You Out hasn't <laughs> happened in a long time, though. We haven't, we haven't had that since last. When the hell was that last show? I've been on this site since 2011. There's no excuses. Wow. See, I didn't know you were a Giants fan. He's though, pulling, we he's pull, he's, Dave, David, David's, David's pulling out. a Kofi. David's wait, wait, pulling wait, a wait. Kofi Kings. If I move right there, <laughs> like, you see that? I've been in the company for 15 years. <laughs> I, I, I deserve my, my shot. You know it what? It should have been me. You guys are all in it trouble. It should have been me. You oh, guys are all because. Peter Peterson and I are gonna have a show soon, and like you, there's nobody that is gonna be safe. We're gonna we're gonna tear every single person to shred. Oh my god! So I'm just I'm just forewarning you that. Are like, you going to WCW? You're going to WCW. That's what you're saying. Well, no, I actually got him to sign over here. So like, <laughs> you know, Kyle's not like watching. Don't lie. Thing, you know. Is Kyle really watching? Kyle, are you really watching? No, you're not watching. Drop a comment if you are. I don't buy that for a second. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, boss, remember, I lost my smile, and, you know, I had to find it again. That's what happened. <laughs> uh, I lost a smile. You can't You can't give him an HBK reference. He doesn't <laughs> like him. Oh, see, no. here we go. All right. Uh -oh. Kyle's here. Oh, Kyle's here. Kyle, I just want to say, Kyle, <laughs> I, I, I had some. I was on point for your psycho show. I was on point. I hit all the trivia questions. I just wanted a little love, man. Just a little recognition. That's all. That's all I was saying. And maybe an invite. 
I haven't done a show with you guys since the four-hour MCU marathon. Four-hour-plus. And I was there the whole time, Kyle. That was a good show. Just saying. Just saying. Got another Where one I missed? Where were you at, Eric? Invited to? Just saying. Where were you, Eric? I don't get invited to anything. Oh, well, we put it up on the thing. Yeah. He, Steve's like, well, if you were in the group chat and you were paying attention, yeah. Literally two minutes before it happened, he put it in the group chat. Okay, then I'm like, so what if I'm like walking down the street and I got like a pack of coyotes chasing me because I live out in the country. You know, it's not really safe for me to walk to the store and back. It's not COVID here. It's like grizzly bears and and old people with no teeth. You know, come on. Seriously, you think I'm all right up here? He tells me two minutes, (laughs) two minutes before. Oh, well, I told I told everybody I got screwed again. I don't know. Well, the, Hitman heart. the MCU marathon mm-hmm. was 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 ooh, that was rough, and we missed meals. We missed like whole meals and stuff. That was four plus wow. hours <laughs> of just Marvel talk, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time with that show. Wow. Uh, but yes, Kyle, thank you for the acknowledgement. I did go toe to toe with the Beast. I answered the question. Well, Psycho is one of my top, definitely top ten movies of all time. That's the only reason I would go. If picked, it would have been another movie. I probably would have got no questions right. But who's the Beast? <laughs> And whoa, Kyle, I did submit my list because I'm the only person who put Paul on the list. Paul, come on. Paul's a great movie. It's a great Seth Rogen movie. Yeah. And it's a movie for Paul's, Paul's underrated. That, that is Kyle. the greatest nerd movie there is because it has so many cult pop culture references in it. It's fantastic. So I did put my list in. Kyle, give me about like an hour. I got you. I've just you know, been working between uh, four quarters and just too sweet. He's been working. He's been keeping us off the four quarter show though. While while we're over here talking about I, I, want, different. I, I want no excuses <laughs> next week when I'm like four quarters is happening. Here's what you guys gotta know. I don't want any I'm talking to you, Eric. I know you. I don't want to be ignored. I don't want to be left on red. Eric, he called you out. Oh. Do I have it snoozed? Hold that on. Sounded pretty, that, that sounded pretty. That sounded pretty personal. I might have it snoozed right now. Because I, I commented, I went, I went. After Thursday, I went and watched the show. I commented on you guys. Said, "Man, this is this is great." Eric's never looked more relaxed to not have to hear about Brutus, or Kenny Omega, or White Claw, and nothing. The last thing I got on our Cinesports talk is Jessica Nardo's hologram. Dumb. <laughs> no, so you, I mean, you know what? I, I don't think nothing. he's on the, the top. There's a top ten. Is a whole other different chat. So maybe Eric yeah, is not there's, on there's that. Like, there's like there's like oh. there's like five chats. Whoa! There's like five chats. So I don't Whoa. even think you're on that chat, Mister Ferracci. Hold on, we're, we're gonna see this. I don't think Eric's on that. I oh. I have to defend my tag team partner. I don't think he's on that chat. The top ten chat. Wait a minute. Members oh. added by Steve Ferracci is Mr. Zant. He's right there. Uh, He's added you, there. Are, you are in the top 10, Eric, then. See? Wow. I'd like to make a collect call to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's Scott's not, Scott's not going to accept the charge. No, he's not. <laughs> he's definitely not going to accept the charges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Harry, now you have no excuse now. He says you're on the top 10 list, which means you got to get that top 10 chatted. Christ almighty. I didn't get. Oh, there it is. Oops. 
Uh oh, I think we have apologies flying across now. Well, do, I, do we want to apologize before we move on? Yeah, I know when I'm wrong, and I just like to say, Steve, from the bottom of my heart, I still think it's bullshit. That, <laughs> that's Bobby. All right, so wait, Dave, we were talking about our. our we'll go we'll get back to wrestling now, but yeah, that was that was fun. Um, oh, see here, we, see, I, I can't. I got to keep showing what he says though. Never <laughs> question me again. Right now, right now, Steve's walking around his little man cave with the walk. Yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it. Let's go, Mets. Let's go, Mets. Never question me again, pal. <laughs> uh, Dave, really quick, we're talking about the 90s guys uh, not utilized good by the WWE or WCW or whoever. Uh, we came up with the Brain Busters. We came with uh, One Man Gang. We came up with uh, Kidman. We came up with, uh, who'd you say, Eric, before? Rick Martell. Rick Martell. Steve Regal. William Regal. Lord Steven Regal. So if you got someone else, Steven who do you think was not utilized correctly in, back in the 90s who could have had a bigger career? Uh, well, I know we talked about it a couple times, but I know you guys were kind of on the fence about him. But I would have said Lex. I feel like Lex would have had the potential. They just never gave him the rock. Like, they never pushed him as much as they should have or they could have. I got to agree with that. I'm not going to agree with that, too. Le Lex, I mean, if there's, there's no the way Lex, you're going to see if The Lex Express? Good. That, wasn't, that well, wasn't a big push? Yeah, but think about that it. That was he a huge push. It was a misused push. Yeah, it's misused. Yeah. He didn't. Technically, what he tied the Royal Rumble, and then he beats Yokozuna was it by a count out, and then celebrates like he won the world title, but he didn't. And it's like it, it kind of seems silly, and there was no I, reason for I, it. why I not think, put the championship on him. I well, I think uh, isn't there a story behind that? That I feel like the night before the Rumble, he said he he was at a bar and he told someone he was going to win, and then they found out, and then they did that whole draw scenario at the end but also too i mean brett too you know was getting over so it's like well i guess that can work <laughs> wow steve <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh well, man i called him oh my god he is, uh, i'm just saying i mean you know could have i mean look, is this with lex i never i never liked lex he never did it for me. I mean, I don't know. It's just me. Like the whole, even in WCW, when you know, when it was a big deal when he first premiered on when he well, not technically premiered, but when he came back to WCW on the first Nitro, and you know, ended up feuding with the NWO, and even when he won the title that one time uh, against Hogan, that like they literally the reverse that the week after or whatever. He just never did it for me. Now here's a good question. Lex Express or the narcissist. I dig the narcissist. I think that's a no. Great you're Tim. Tim you're saying it wrong. Real. You're saying it wrong. The narcissist. Lex oh, the Luger. Narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part of that. The narcissist. Lex Luger. <laughs> Dad, the, the boss is in a angry mood tonight. Angry spicy. mood tonight. He's spicy today. <laughs> ah, I was damn nuts. Ah. 
So who do you think? I think the I wish they go charge something. A, a, a bigger push I than think, Lex Express. I like I that gimmick so. better than Lex Express. Way that better. fits his character. That fits his character more. Yeah. You yeah, know, douche that you know, like, when you're when you're not when you're not big, like you know, you can see or carry yourself that way. You know, like oh, look you know at my body. Was, when Lex was cool, you know, when he was the coolest is back in '86. When he first came to the NWA from Florida, he was like, he was green, but he was arrogant. He was a total heel, and he was he was like, he was on so many steroids, it was crazy. And it was great because, like, he was hurting everybody. And then once in a while, like on World Championship Wrestling, getting in the ring with a guy who could, who could hook or shoot. And he'd like you could tell he'd like arm bar him and like Lex would be like okay you know, no, but he was uh, he was uh, he had top wrist lock, um, he was good back then because then they started the whole horseman angle and you know he was a horseman then he threw JJ out and then him and Wyndham and Barry turned on him so Lex was kind of cool back then you know I can't believe Lex was a horseman I, like I don't him. think he was ever I don't think he was ever cool enough to be a horseman though. To be, well, to, be honest, Flair, he, to, to be honest, he to be honest, he 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 was better than Oli. Let's be honest. Yeah, but Oli was the, you know he was the animal. He was the yeah. the old ornery guy, the founding yeah the chain yeah. the chain you know the unchained pit bull guy part of the group. And also, that, and, and, and also too, there were a lot of guys, there were a lot of guys that were in the Horsemen, so it's okay. They yeah, consider the core Horsemen what Blanchard, Anderson, Wyndham, and and Flair. Yeah, with JJ. No. For me, for me, that's the core. I think they no. consider that the classic horseman. Yeah. No, isn't it Flair? Blanchard? That's the original horseman. Yeah. Yeah, Ole the, Arn. Yeah, yeah, Ole Arn, Blanchard, and Flair. But they consider like the the prominent lineup of Wyndham, mm -hmm. Flair, Flair Wyndham, Tully, and Arn. Arn. Yeah, they consider that the greatest one. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess if you that. think about the well, greatest, listen. yeah. They all had a title. Flair was the world champ. Wyndham was the yep. U.S. champ. And Art right. Anderson and Blanchard were the tag. They had it all, man. They were at the, high, at the height of the NWA. At the height of the NWA too. At the height of the NWA when they were burning through Crockett's money. Yep, I'll go with that. I got to. I got to do a lot of research on them through the network. I'm going to start doing that soon. But yeah, I'll go with that one. And then um, Ted Turner bought them up. We're gone <laughs> with the wind, Mike. Yeah, and Jim Harrod. Eric, who do you have to run the company? Who do you think is next, Eric? I think they misused Rick Rude, man. WWF misused Rick Rude badly, super badly. Hmm. Yep. Now is this the case? Because we got we, we're coming back to the burial part of this thing by maybe a certain hmm. blonde mustache superstar. Do you think it was more of that, or you think <laughs> they just misused them? I I think with Hogan's due influence plus the fact that. Warrior, I mean, think of what you want about the Ultimate Warrior, but he and Rick Rude had natural chemistry against one another. Mm. Rude could carry him, and he would listen to Rude after a while when he gets stiff or when he wouldn't, you know, because Rude would be like, listen, dude, I'm, I'm here for you, but just, you know, put on a good match. It's not all about you. It's about, you know, carrying it on. And he would. He would listen. The Warrior would finally listen to Rude. You know, be like, all right, cool, because they had natural chemistry. But then, like, Warrior got the belt, and Rick got a shot, and it was cool. Hogan got it back, and it's like, well, give Rick Rude. He's 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 bound 
to be the world champion. He was in WCW. He was the the WCW heavyweight champion. But when he went back, he had the big gold belt, and and Lex Luger already had the WCW belt. So, yeah. But I think I don't think I think it was a combination of Hogan. Because think about when he was first there, like in '88, whatever. <coughs> he had the long curly hair. Like he was over, man. Like even, I mean, it was great. I mean, he, you could have put him in there with Hogan or any of them. Could have. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> that, that jinx is real, but yeah, go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it. You know, I he uh, at least it's not on our team anymore. <laughs> you know. I hope you guys watch the whole put it in the book show tomorrow because I'm telling you right now, I'm going to dive bomb that thing like a peregrine falcon. It's, you are not going to want to miss it. You think Bunker's an asshole? You wait until tomorrow. You wait until tomorrow. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I, I don't, I don't want to go off topic for first, though. We'll get back to that. Trust me. Yeah. Better. What, so who do you think is a better rivalry, though? Warrior, Rude, or Jake the Snake and Rick Rude? Well, th- there you go. There's two classic workers right there, two guys that know how to wrestle. And one guy's an arrogant, you know, like pretty boy, body, whatever. Then you got Jake the Snake, who's cold as ice. I mean, he he freaking scares – I mean, he would scare a shark away, that guy. He was so cold. I mean, think about when you watched a Jake promo. I mean, you were just like, he's going to come to my house later and he's going to kill me or my mother. You know what I mean? He's like, he really – I really thought that, like – Take the snake out there when you go outside. It'll be. Oh, I knew he was going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Well, the first time is going to be the best time, my friend. But yeah, um, Rude and Jake. There's the conundrum, though. Jake with the the substance issues, he couldn't be. You know what I mean? Why does he? What do you think was a better straight up rivalry? I gotta go Jake and Root because anytime you put the guy's wife's face on your pants, you're asking for trouble. I'm gonna say um Thank you, Bambi. You're awesome. And welcome Jason. And we got White Claw. Welcome, Jason. I got to say Warrior and Rude. I got to because they had an intercontinental rivalry, a world title rivalry. Um, I have to go with that. I have to. Okay. I dig it. Uh, Bert, welcome back. Thank you. Who do you got? Who's next on your little list? Um, I don't really have a yeah, list. I'm kind of spit. I don't have a list either. I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm we're, just, we're just brief, brief silence. Oh, I just thought I just thought of I just thought of a huge one, Taz in WWF. Oh my god. That was a big one. He should have been what's my name? Anyway. They were really trying to push him in the beginning and then No, that's the thing. His biggest moment was when he, you know, in MSG, Royal Rumble 2000, debuts, the crowd knows that he's debuting. You know, because you can hear before the, the 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 music hits. You know, we want Taz, we want Taz. You know, and they they don't. Of course, they don't know, acknowledge it. He comes out, chokes out Kurt Angle. You know, which is the first time that Kurt Angle loses. Um, you know, in the company when he because he had debuted November of that year, 
And after that, I w- it just went down from there because he went just lower and lower, hardcore division, and random tag teams. I think he was like tag champs with Spike Dudley in 2001, but I was kind of like random. <laughs> but um, but yeah, he just never – they never booked him the way that he should have been booked. Not saying that he, I'm not saying, you know, push him to the main event, but at least, you know, I, I feel like he could have won the Intercontinental title at least or had a, you know, a nice mid card. Yeah, when he came in, I heard all the great things about Taz, 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 and I was like, this guy sucks just because of the way they yeah. used him. It's just, it's just the way they, I mean, he had, because he had that match with also with uh, Triple H when I think it was Taz, he went back and won the ECW title at a house show against Mike Awesome. Because they yeah. needed to take the belt off, him. they needed to take the belt off of Mike because Mike went to WCW. Yep. Yeah, and with the he belt, defended it. He def- he defended it on SmackDown against Triple H, and they had a pretty good match. But that was that. After that, that was really it. Because then he eventually becomes a commentator, becomes one of the best color commentators. But it's just like he could have done so much more. But did, it really didn't he lose point, Triple H as the ECW champion? Yeah, he lost. He lost that match. But he was he was the champion then, right? Of ECW, he was the champ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jason, we make it worse. wrestlers right now. Misused wrestlers. The ultimate. Uh, they want to bring them up. God, no. Sorry, ask questions. God, no. So, no so the, the, the ultimate like example of that was in the 2001 Royal Rumble. He literally comes out, goes on the top. Kane eliminates him in like two seconds, and this is like what? <laughs> like goddamn, this is Taz, bro. Like what? Yeah, man. Yeah. So wasted. I I got I got a funny one for you. You're gonna think I'm nuts. I'm gonna say they misused the Bushwhackers. That's right. I said it. The Bushwhackers. I, I'm I'm okay. curious to hear this, huh? The Bushwhackers. I'm Please just saying elaborate. they would do. I'm just saying they were misused only because they were super popular. They were. Mm-hmm. They were over. They were, they were over yeah. big time. Um. Yeah. They were just you know they were clowns. I understand they were clowns and that gimmick was a clown and they were, you know. It's just a weird gimmick to be all licking each other's faces and stuff <laughs> and, lick, and licking the people. Who lets a strange man lick you in the face? First of all, if I'm, if I'm sitting at ringside, you ain't licking my face, sir, so that ain't going to happen. I kind of thought a little, a small little better rivalry with another, with a heel group or maybe a tiny little tag run, title run. I thought they could have been bigger than what they were. And a little better I than what they were. I'm just throwing that out there. I kind of thought it was funny. How cool was the battering yeah. ram? Yeah, I like the battering ram. Oh, look at that! Steve's watch. Steve's watching us on his big TV, by the way, his big 55 inch TV. So, look wow. handsome, <laughs> Dave. Who you got? Who's the next guy you got? All right, I'm not sure if he has named him yet. Jason, we did throw in One Man Gang and Akeem. We have not thrown in the natural disasters yet, but I like where your head's at. But go ahead, Dave. Not sure if you guys have uh, said him yet, but if you have, I'll pick someone else. I got Bam Bam Bigelow. Nice. Ooh, yeah, good one. I loved Bam Bam, and man, he shouldn't have jobbed to, to Lawrence Taylor as much as I'm a Giants fan. Shouldn't have jobbed <laughs> to him. And I just feel like he 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 was so great in the ring that he could have easily gotten a world title push or even a, like a good intercontinental push, but he should have been it. put in the position to lose to Lawrence Taylor at WrestleMania. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little ridiculous. 
I mean, like he's, 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 one, he's one of the guys that that was victim of the of the click rules back in the day. Even though they even well, though they did like him, like you know, I've I've heard, oh yeah, a little, uh, not directly, but kind of indirectly, a little bit. Like uh, I know Kevin. I've heard interviews with Kevin Nash that you know they liked. They had a list of guys that they didn't like, and a list of guys that they they were open to doing business with. But I guess Bigelow never was up on their list. But um, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely in WCW. He was on their list to do business with, but they personally didn't yeah. like. That's what it exactly. was. I just yeah, heard yeah, that's what it was. the other night. Yeah, isn't that the famous story that they broke down the side of the road and Bigelow drove right by them and, and left them there? Isn't that wasn't mm. it him who did that? I want to say I don't know. I want to say the click. I don't know how I mean, how many were there in, in a van wrecked on the side of the road and were trapped. And I'm pretty sure it was Bigelow saw them and drove right by without stopping. I'm almost <laughs> positive. That's I, pretty I, funny. I, I'm gonna have to fact check myself, but I'm almost okay. positive it was him. And that That's was one of the things. Like, well, it's okay when we get to the building. Guess who's not gonna have a match tonight because of the click rules, you know that kind of thing. But I'm pretty sure that was it. I'm Kevin Nash told that story. I have to look that up to make sure. But I'm pretty sure that mm. that that's a true story. So that's kind of messed up, though. We live on the side. Anyone on the side of the road? But I like that one. Bam Bam could have could have been a nice champion. He had everything. He did cartwheels. He was good. To, he was good to go. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Well, we over an hour already. That's because we had that big tangent in the middle arguing with people. But I like. We'll do one more. We'll do one yeah, more. Go, we'll go one more round, Eric. Who you got? It's my go already. Your go. Who did Bam Bam? Yeah. Dave did Bam Bam. Dave, Dave. you did Bam Bam? Yes, sir. Cool. Well, I'm going to go with Dan Spivey, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was never used. MMA. Well, Dan Spivey was he was a golden boy, remember? Danny Spivey. And he was part of the U.S. Express. Then he went to NWA. He was part of the, the Varsity Club, and then he was he came back to WWF for a hiccup, like a cup of coffee. Then he went as the skyscrapers, and then my favorite. You know what happened after? Is my favorite? Uh, is my favorite? Come on, who knows what my favorite Dan Spivey gimmick is? I know. I'll give you two a guess if you want. Yeah, give you two a guess. <laughs> No clue. I'm not afraid. Lives are going to be in Waylon Mercy's hands. You know what I mean? Oh, that was Dan Spivey? Yeah. Waylon Mercy. Spivey. Was, uh, wow. Bray, Bray Wyatt before Bray Wyatt was Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Wow. he. I think he. there's yeah, a story. That. He, he yeah. even called Spivey to ask him, like, hey, I kind of want to do this. Pretty much, that's pretty much kind of his gimmick. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason, you're on top. He even of dressed the same too. Yeah, yeah same outfit. Hanging yeah. out in the swamp. Yep. Squash and oh, bug. It's true though. I didn't know for a long time that he was. I don't think until you told me. I didn't know where the dead spot he was. Waylon Mercy. I had no idea. Oh yeah. Coolest gimmick see, ever. See, Spivey's another one of those guys where because he had such a bad WWF run. I thought he was garbage until you, then you realize what he did in NWA, WCW. You're like, oh, wow, he was actually very good. He was. Back in the day. 
Even, yeah. even though Cornette shit all over him, you know, whatever. Who Cornette's not always right. <laughs> Cornette shits on everybody, but that's all right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Bert, give, give, us one give us one more. Uh, it's not necessarily a. It's not necessarily someone that I feel like didn't have opportunities, but I feel like should have been bigger than he was. And I would say Ken Shamrock in the late nineties. WWF, but what about the personality for me? He had no personality, though. Yeah. Besides that, besides that, I'm just saying from no. a, from a, from a ring from a ring standpoint, the way that the, the way that they booked Brock Lesnar today, I feel like they should have booked similarly Ken Shamrock back then, because Ken Shamrock is that that's the thing about him. When he came into the WWF, he was legit. There wasn't like, you know, because I feel like it's partly because UFC wasn't as big as it was as it is now. Back then, because it kind of just had started a few years before, and you know, even though it was, was called a lot of places, yeah, okay, even though he was the most dangerous man on the planet, he wasn't. He would still like you know lose, and like, which is weird because it's like he should have never been in that put in that position, kind of like with Batman Bigelow with the click and stuff like that. Because I feel like he had really good matches, especially with The Rock, and with uh, you know he had that one match with Shawn Michaels. Uh, which is, you know, a lot of people don't know that they that they want to get each other. But um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah, even and even his first match, like his first match with Vader, where they basically shoot on each other, it's one of the best matches. Like just from like a, a sh like a ring standpoint, because it's crazy. Because Vader, like you know, he's known to be pretty stiff, a little stiff, and uh, you know, because he he talked about it in an old shoot interview that he did. That he was like, yeah, because this guy, like, you know, Shamrock comes in and it's just like starts wailing on me. And I'm just like, you know, you know, he just needed to slow down. And I just kind of decked him. You know, it was just like, and the, the fact that Shamrock just got back up and kept on going was was pretty tough. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't successful. I mean, yeah, he had a, a good IC title run. And honestly, with the corporation, like, there was like 20 people in that faction. So it's like, it's kind of <laughs> hard to stand out. So it's, you know, it's, it's kind of not fair. Yeah, I feel like but he I think he I feel like was, legit bro. back then. Because he, he had what the, the I mean, he is kind of he is him and Blackman, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Owen Hart too. Mm -hmm. I mean, he also that he also he's also known for taking that shot from the rock with the steel chair, which is pretty intense oh, even yeah. today. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. He's like, come on, hit me, hit me. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he and Blackman fight like in the octagon or something or in a covered? Yeah, that's the Lions Den. Yeah, the Lions Den. It was the Lions Den. Yeah, boy, Black Blackman. I tell you, Blackman would fuck him he's up. Another, he's another one. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Blackman would win, man. The Blackman's so? the one guy you don't. Oh God. Oh no. Sorry, he's still in good shape. He's he's still he's still in good shape, shape today. The ultimate weapon. <laughs> the ultimate weapon. What Steve was he the? It just, sure. proves, it just proves you got to have personality and a gimmick to get yeah, over. Because all the toughest guys in, in the room, yeah, like yeah, eh. that, that's why they're the toughest guys in the room because they don't know how. You know, they're just like, you know, uh, the Steve you know. Blackman, the personality of a wet mop. So it's like <laughs> the, the, the lethal <laughs> weapon, lethal, lethal. Uh, ultimate weapon, lethal weapon, whatever. It's the same thing. <laughs> Did he ever? Did he ever use? Did he ever use his nunchucks? I feel like he never used the nunchucks. 
He did use them. He used the he used the kendo sticks. The kendo, well, the kendo stick. Yeah, yeah. He used uh, he had a that stupid Singapore cane for a while that the Sandman had. Hmm. Whoa, rockers! More, <laughs> more, more. Yeah, I agree with that. They were, I mean, they they were pretty well. well. They could have got a tag title. They did, but it was taken away from because the ropes broke. That's a good story to tell next time. That is. Um. All right. Yeah, I can go with that. Uh, my last. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn between my last one. I kind of want to throw like three out there at the same time. But I'm just gonna throw out Vader. I'm gonna throw out Vader. And again, this just fell under the um, another banner that we threw out there a couple weeks ago of Hogan burying. But even even with that, they didn't do enough with him. They could have made him a complete monster, tearing through that roster like nothing. And they didn't. Oh, not what he could have. And, and should, yeah, they should, exactly. They should they should have booked him the way they, he's booked in Japan. People were yeah, legit scared exactly. of Vader in Japan. Just like that. You're yeah. right, Bert. Yep. Exactly right. I don't like, think you, you do watch, that. If you watch clips, go watch clips of, of Vader in Japan on YouTube. Every time he goes in a crowd, it's like, whoa. It's like people are legit scared of him. Oh, he's just scary dude. Yeah. Instead, they, they 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 booked him crappy. Like I said, he might have fell victim to the Hogan Hogan buried club, and then he was Frankie the Enforcer's father on Boy Meets World, and he lost all gangster credibility. Which I'm not knocking because I'm a big Boy Meets World fan. But anyway, yeah. you when know, still three. There's a problem there. <laughs> mm. So yeah, I mean, I'm gonna a, take- I mean, I mean, he had a, he had a couple issues because he had you had Flair coming back in '93. The WCW, after yep. you know Vader, Vader was basically the BMOC when Flair was gone in WCW, and obviously Flair coming back, you know it's Flair, so obviously he's going to go over because he has a he has a, he has a stroke, the political influence on there, and with Hogan coming in, it's the same thing because you know you're not going to be bigger than Hogan, you know, especially when they're trying to push him and make him relevant again, kind of in WCW early on that he was trying to be. And then in WWF yeah. in 96, you know, Sean, I'm not going to put him over. Oh, he hurt me too much. Oh, he's too stiff. Crying to Vince. And Vince is like, oh, sorry, pal. I'm not going to put you over. Go tag team with Owen. Go tag team with Owen. With, oh, no. Go tag team with, uh, I think it wasn't he managed by Cornette for a while too, right? Didn't he yeah. tag team with Mankind? Mankind. I think so. Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my didn't, but he should have been like a main event guy in WWF, but you know, Sean. So basically, because of Ric Flair, Hogan, and Sean, for me, I, I, if you really see between the lines, that he never got bigger than he did. So he was thrice buried. Thrice. Mm. Thrice. thrice. Times. Jason, we're not, we're, we're not knocking Hogan, but we did a show last week, if you want to look that up. We did a show about all the guys that Hogan's buried over the years. including Multiple times. So, you got you got you got to you got to yeah. Let us go on that one because yeah, we're not knocking him. We know we know he's the greatest and all that stuff, but he has a little, little little red in his ledger, shall we say, as far as burying guys. Um, red in that red and yellow, brother. <laughs> yeah, a lot of red, a lot of red in that red and yellow. So yeah, so all right, so that's cool. That's cool for this week. But next time we're gonna do more recent guys, last 10, 15 years, and I am gonna have a ball with that list because there are so many guys that I am so annoyed to this very day 
that had not been utilized correctly, and now they're scattered all yep. across the wrestling world, not being utilized either. But we'll see. Um, thank you everybody for watching, especially Jason. You're a new you're a new member. Like us, share us, be a fan. We appreciate you watching. Dave, what do you got to say before we go? I got one more before we go since, you know, I missed the okay. entire list. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think this man could have been a big star, should have been a big star, but obviously due to a tragedy didn't get to. Oh, and that go. is none other than <laughs> Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Stop. He, he could have been, he should have been Intercontinental Champion. He oh should have got God. a bigger push, but, you know. He he just couldn't get it going after that accident, and you know it's he very. He had tragic. a world title match in WCW. He's fine. He's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Oh my god! One one word, Zodiac. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think we should do a whole. We should do a whole show dressed up as a Dungeon of Doom one day. We should. Oh, everybody, God. everybody, everybody, pick a character, and we'll just be the Dungeon of Doom that one day. Let's, let's, we have to. We I'll, have be, to. I'll be the I'll be the Yeti. <laughs> you want the me the Yeti? Yeti? <laughs> oh, wait, that, that means Eric. You got to be Kevin Sullivan. You got to get the paint. Oh, that'd be, that'd be pretty funny, actually. It would be pretty funny. I guess I could see that. Now, who'd Tim be? I got this. I, got to, I actually got to see him at an indie show one time a few years ago. I'll be Kamala, but I'm not taking my shirt off. I'll be Kamala Tabala. <laughs> Kamala <laughs> Tabala. You're gonna put the paint on though. <laughs> <laughs> Kamala Tabala. I'll put the paint on, but I'm not taking my shirt off. That's, oh that's, my that's, God. That's, you have to get like Jack's, like a kimchi mask or something, or you know. <laughs> yeah, but how would that show go? Because I'm if if I'm the one. Narrating and hosting it, or just going, and you guys, <laughs> you guys have to work around me. Oh, Dave, you'd have to host me. I'm the Zodiac. Eric, cool. you'd have to host someone as as uh, as Kevin, Kevin Sullivan. Sullivan. Yeah. yeah, and every now and then I'll just walk past and go. That's it. What do you think, Mighty Kamala? I have to talk in a Boston accent too. <laughs> No, I'll get I'll get Jax, my kid, to come in as Hogan and say, "What is this place? I've never been here before. <laughs> it's hot. Oh. <laughs> That's not hot. <laughs> it's not cold. Whatever the hell he says is great. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> we we played that clip last week and so great. It was. It was, it was, great. It was what, what's what's worse, that or his uh, what's what does he call it? the yappa pie? Strap match promo. Oh my god, that's so good. You never seen that? Which which one? It's from the it's his uh second baby face turn in WCW where he was going against Flair. And he's there turn they have like a strap match, and it's like it's the yeah pee pee, the 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 Indian tribe or whatever that's the strap, and then he calls it yap a pie. And then because it's, it's like the yap a pie strap match, brother. It, but it's just like he's like a hundred percent going into it, but it's, he's saying it wrong. But it's hilarious. That's that's an old that's an old Botchamania like OG Botchamania clip. Yeah, it's like number <laughs> one. It's so good. Wait, wait, I got it. Hang on. 
Oh yeah, Poppy. Yeah, that's great. I like I like the name myself like that, especially Hogan. I've never been here before. I've never been here before. Yeah, there we go. There's no Hulkamaniac here. Here it comes, here it comes. It's so bad. It's good. Oh that's what we said God. about the. That's what we said about the Dungeon of Doom one last week. It is so yeah. bad. Yeah. It is fantastic. Oh, that's one of the greatest it, promos I've ever heard. The best thing is he's <laughs> wow, selling it so that. hard. That's a, yeah. That's like ninety nine. Hogan. Yappa pie bonded together. The apple pie, brother. The apple. I thought you said apple pie. I didn't do it first. It's when he says, I, I, I'm, I could box you in contractually, brother. It's just like, whoa. Talk about like, Hogan, <laughs> man. You're losing. Here we go. Here we go. Gotta do the. That's hot. <laughs> Why do you mean it's not hot? That's hot. <laughs> That's gonna be Eric for one whole show. Oh yeah! Did he say I know you? <laughs> oh my god, that's so great! I can I can listen to that every day, every day I can watch that that stupid promo. That's got to be the Halloween episode. I think that, that no, that could be that could be another show. Like bad promos, so good, so good that they're bad. 
Oh, then that's that. That's my automatic number one right there. I I, I laugh yeah. every single time I watch it. Every single time. Mm-hmm. No, but I like where your head is at, Dave. We're gonna promote it months in advance. Our Halloween show. We're gonna be the Dungeon of Doom. Ooh. So pick practice. <laughs> I, I I have to. I can't be Kamala though. I I, I don't say nothing. Wasn't there like <laughs> wasn't Earth, was shark or earthquake in there? I guess I could be the shark. <laughs> Who else was yeah. in the Dungeon of Doom? I'll the do the giant? whole show like this. Even though even though he wasn't earthquake anymore, I'll do the whole show like this. <laughs> it was, it was Kamala, uh, Sullivan, and the Booty Man. Zodiac, <laughs> the booty man, Kevin Sullivan, the Yeti, the Yeti. Didn't they have the like Yeti. a little leprechaun or something for a minute? Let's see. Yeah, I'm looking it up too right now. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be hilarious. We have to do it. We we yeah, have we over. Have a, have we have two. We, we have we have two months to get that together. I'm ready. I'm gonna. I'll bleach my hair and I'll do the Kevin Sullivan. I'll put the things. Oh, there was a lot of people. Game. The master, the Taskmaster, Kamala, the shark, Vader. The, the yeah, Zodiac. Vader was to do for a minute. The Zodiac, Ming, the giant, Hugh Morris, the barbarian, Conan, Max Luger, the Yeti, and Jimmy Hart, Glacier. I forgot. Oh, I, I forgot. I'll be Glacier in there. Yeah. Big Bubba. Braun the Leprechaun. There you go. There you go. Braun the Leprechaun. Braun the Leprechaun. One big baby. One man gang. One man gang. Z gangster. The ultimate solution. Giant haystacks. Jacqueline. Oh, I forgot about him. Mm. Giant haystacks. And on the independent circle, Kevin Sullivan, the Wall, Gangrel, Luna Vachon, and Psycho Kevin Sam Dudley. Hard Rock Ken wow. Sweeney. Wow, there's a lot of people in the Dungeon of Doom. But we can only do the horrible WCW version. We can't go pull out, pull out any strange ones. Every every, I don't get right. every time get I right. hear Big Bubba, every, this is like every time I hear Big Bubba, I think about that clip of Dusty Rhodes when uh it was I think it was on Saturday night. Like Big Bubba's having a match with somebody, and he goes outside and grabs a bike, and like Dusty Rhodes like freaks out that he grabs a bicycle. He's got a bicycle. <laughs> like, he's got a who who driving a bicycle in this arena. <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. It's, you know, I was explaining about the match, and, and Big Bubber went outside and grabbed the bicycle, and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> that's great. That's a, that whole, that's, that's, that's a whole that's a that's a whole nother show. Dusty Dusty Rhodes commentary. Just that hilarious. is great. Okay. All right, so everybody, get ready, get ready for the Halloween show. We're gonna start promoting it out. We will be the Dungeon of Doom for that Halloween. Show. I might just be Kamala and not talk the entire show. I'll take I'll take that night off. I'd be I guess great. I'll, I'll just walk back and forth. I'll get Jacks to be kimchi or something like that. It'll be hilarious. Be, so awesome. be ready for the Dunge- Dungeon of Doom show, everybody. Uh, Dave, any final words before we go? None. Be prepared for obviously that. And then next week, it's going to be the Four Quarters Too Sweet Edition. We'll see. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you, you've had a you, you had a very interesting show today. Do you have any final words before we go to to a certain Met show that's going to be on tomorrow night? I'm now's your say, time. Now's your time to cut that promo. Well, Tim, let me tell you something right now, Tim. Here's here's how it, here's how it's going to go down. It's just the microphone. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna want 
all you guys are going to want to tune in to the Put It In The Book show because I'm going to put the book in my back pocket and I'm going to walk away with it and it's going to be the Eric In The Books show. You got that, Steve? Wow. Because I'm not just going to pop in. I'm not just going to make my presence known. I'm going to annihilate and put it in the books, Mr. Verona. Oh, he got quiet at the end. That, that, mean, that means he means business. Get so, your popcorn serious. ready. Here's what's happening. It's gonna, it, he, He's going to hit will, Steve at a bookend. I will have the librarian managing me. We will put it in. We put it in the bookshelf. Rest in peace. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for tomorrow myself. Now, Bert, what do you got? Anything? Like, any final words? <clears throat> um. Just remember, guys. If Kane can survive twenty years after being horribly scarred when he was younger, and uh, wear a mask, you can too. Stop the spread of COVID. Yes. Protect yourself, protect others, wear a mask. Thank you. Eric, did you see that? It's just for you. I know when the show is. I've done my homework. <laughs> I know where I want to go. That's right. Steve, I'm interested in this show too because two members of your show won't be happy with Eric doing his thing, and it will make me wait. laugh uncontrollably just so you know that you know who those two guys are. <laughs> all right for me my final words are i can't wait for october now i can't wait to be kamala and just sit here and make a lot of crazy noises and do nothing for an hour it's going to be hilarious so we got uh yeah about two months for that one next week would it, we're be, would it be funnier if, if you were kamala and like talk the whole time though i don't know how kamala talks I mean, if you want to ask me a question, oh, that's, that's it. That's all Kamala does. If, if I'm going to get into character, I'm getting, a, want, I'm getting into want, character. You want me to go like, oh, he said he wanted a watermelon or a, he wants a yogurt or he you, said you he try. wants a, a bag of potato chips. Oh, my God. Yeah. You, 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 can, you, can, you can translate. He's going out to the forest and he's going to look up at the moon. Yeah, you, 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 you will... I'll interpret Kamala. Translate. You, you'll interpret Kamala that whole show. Okay. I hope Kamala I don't offend anybody. He wants an Oreo <laughs> cookie with milk. I'm not trying to offend anybody. It's just the character people. It's all, it's all calm down. Yeah, it's uh, We're going to have fun. We're going to have a lot of fun. All right. So uh, I don't know if they're still doing it because they just had the baby, but Monday nights, catching up uh, with Kima, uh, Scott and Kiva, Tuesday nights is this show usually. Even though someone else jumped in right before us tonight, we won't say who that was because they're supposed to be on the weekend. Um, yeah, six other nights there, White Claw. <laughs> Wednesday, put in the books, but they will be on Thursday because of the Mets off day. They Friday will be, be Jader, usually Jader and Kyle, and Thursday. Saturday will be a very special Thursday. Empire Empire One Six One show. We're gonna what? do a uh, Yankees Yankees weekly recap right before the doubleheader. Uh, me and Ed will be doing that Thursday Saturday. At about eleven thirty a.m. So if you're up, come join us. It'll be fun. Steve, uh, invited to that show either, and I'm a Yankees fan. Steve, hey, you're officially invited. You're I'm officially anybody who wants to come on that show is good. That's All fine. you guys on the put it in the book show. I don't know what your name is, Al, Phil, and Steve. <laughs> I'm coming for you. 
Al Filmstein. <laughs> Abraham, I don't Al know. Abraham. <laughs> Who's Alan Phil? I'm just going to let this play while I get while we cut out. Okay, Eric, keep going. When, when I, when I want to cut it out, I'll cut it out. Where am I? But in the background? To put it in the book show will be put to sleep. I've never been on the put it in the book show before. I've never been on the put it in the book show before. Oh, it's, it's not hot. The Mets don't play today. That's not the Mets game. You're not Dwight Gooden. You're not Bobby Dwight Gooden. Medea, bro. That's great. Oh, that's so great. I don't even want to end the broadcast now. But I have to. I wish I could keep going, but I think I'm going to pass out. <laughs> Everybody, thank you very much for joining us. All you new people, share us, like us, stick with us. We'll be back next week. And like I always say, whether you like us or not, we're the best thing going today. Hogan! This ain't Chase Stadium. 